0: this is a bit of a thrill for us this morning so many of our sporting heroes are doing the exact same as us self-isolating and staying safe instead of entertaining big crowds including the captain of our test team tim payne he's a bloke boys that we we already loved but following watching the series the test on amazon prime i reckon a lot of people love him even more now and so glad to say that he joins us now tim welcome to dead set legends
1: good morning how are you thanks for having me
0: Very well. Um, How's Payne's daycare going at the moment? You've got two small kids, and I imagine that you uh, don't get to spend a lot of time with them when you're on tour. So, uh, how's the change of pace going?
1: Uh, No, I'm. I'm, Well, it's probably the only positive that's come of this whole thing, I suppose. I spend a lot of time away from home, so with a one-year-old and a two-year-old, it's actually nice to um, to spend a bit of time with them. Sort of evening up the ledger with the wife. They're starting to come to me every now and then, so. (laughs) <laughs> um, normally they're all over the wife and dad gets told to, to sort of go away. But um, I'm getting a little bit more attention, which is nice.
2: Tim, um, how are you feeling the fulfilling, I should say, the competitive desire and instinct in you? Now, I've previously said that there's nothing like making your four year old daughter draw 14 in you know, like it builds <laughs> resilience <laughs> and resolve. And I think that's, you know, strong in, in their growing up. What, what, yep. what, what are you doing to, I mean, you're an intensely competitive man. What is there anything out in the backyard that you can do or with your kids to uh, fulfill that uh, void? Not,
1: not really at the moment. They're both a little bit young. My daughter, Miller, is sort of
2: two and a bit so I had her in the garage yesterday because I
1: have got the little cricket ball up on the string so I was trying to teach her but um, the bat was a bit heavy she couldn't lift it up so, <laughs>
2: um,
1: but no she, she loved it and there's oh, they're getting that nice little age I suppose where they play with each other but I, I can't be too competitive with them just yet I get in trouble from, from Bonnie my wife if I um, don't let them win anything we do so that's tough for me, but um, the things you do as a father, I guess.
3: What are you doing, Tim, in regards to your cricket? Obviously, it's not something where you can just get the wife or kids to throw the ball to you in the backyard. <laughs> are you able to keep in, you keep a, a bit of um, bat, bat work going playing cricket, or is that completely off the radar at the moment?
1: Uh, yeah, it is for me at the moment, Joe. mainly because I, I, I literally would be on holidays anyway at the moment. Yep. so. Um, for, for me, who I, I tend to overtrain at the best of times, so um, I've sort of had a bit of instruction from our strength conditioning people at Cricket Australia just to chill out, um, take the time off, have a have a few weeks, not do anything. I've set up a little bit of a home gym in the garage, so I've been doing um, a little bit of fitness stuff as you have to when you're, when you're 35 because it can go pretty quickly. But uh, from a cricket point of view, at the moment, as I said, I'm on holiday, so I'm not uh, doing a great deal other than. Um, my friends at Kookaburra sent me down a, one of those balls on a string, which I haven't done since I was about seven years old. <laughs> yeah. so I set that up in the garage and I, I did hit for probably 15 or 20 balls yesterday and I must admit I enjoyed every minute of it.
3: And I can imagine it'd be nice for your fingers too to have a little break from uh, putting the gloves yeah. on and getting hit on the, on the hands.
1: <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I always enjoy a little bit of a break from that when I can, particularly when I'm um, keeping to our boys in the pace they bowl. So any, any break I can give my fingers, or sorry, rest I should give should say, okay. not break, um, is certainly much appreciated by my hands. There's no doubt about that.
0: We are chatting to our Australian cricket captain, Tim Payne. And as I mentioned, Tim, um, at the start of the chat, the test, the series that has come out for the perfect time and with people stuck indoors at the moment to get their sport fix. Have you been surprised by the positive reaction? Before we have a chat, let's actually listen to the uh, the trailer of the series.
2: Magnificent game of cricket here at Old Trafford. Marvellous what I need to keep thinking about, not just for this test match, but every time you play for Australia, remember who you're representing. Not just representing us; you're representing the whole country.
0: People have absolutely loved it, Tim.
1: Yeah, and, I, and I'm, I'm obviously involved in it, but um, you know, at heart, I think you know all sort of professional sportsmen we're all we're all sports fans, aren't we? So, I mean, I've I've seen a lot of the all or nothing's on. On Amazon, and um, I've always loved them. I'm not a huge, um, you know, NFL or NBA fan, but um, I just love that sort of inner sanctum from from sports teams and sports clubs that you can get. And um, I think in in a position of that I'm in as a professional, or Joey's been in, you probably forget that that the common people don't get to see that sort of stuff, and and they absolutely love it. So um, to be able to be a part of that and to to bring the inner sanctum of our of the Australian cricket team to the public um, and give them a bit of a look at. at how we go about things, but also let them get to know um, more about the players and our staff is something that we were really keen to do. And um, we're obviously wrapped that it's, it's gone down really well, which is awesome.
3: And obviously been involved in a footy club for a long time, but I've loved Jay-Z looking at the, the inner sanctum of, probably the most sacred of environments, mm. a, a locker room of the Australian cricket team. Yeah. For me, I've absolutely loved that.
2: I know you have as well. Yeah, I think the insights into them. I mean, particularly the battle between Steve Smith and Jofra Archer. Like, I remember being on the <laughs> absolute edge of my couch when that, when that was happening. Like, you could not have paid me $5 million to go to sleep that night when that was actually <laughs> happening. I, I, I could not get enough. But one of the most fascinating insights for me for the whole the whole show was early on, Tim, when you said you're, you're addressing the mental resolve or the, the batting collapses and the clusters of wickets, and you're saying it's not 100 extra balls at training, it's not changing your technique, it's standing up to the heat of the moment. And so for every 10-year-old cricketer out there or out-of-form club cricketer, what are the mental cues? What are your thought bubbles when you are under the pump and they're zipping around your chin and you just played and missed a couple of times?
1: Yeah, well, batting, I'm actually not great. To be fair, I get a bit scattered myself at <laughs> best of times, but certainly I think you know, all the best players have, you know, two or three cues that, that they've got in their mind. And, um, you know, the best players are the ones that are able to stick to that and, and be able to drown out, I guess, the, the, all the attention that's around the game or, you know, those big moments like the Smith versus Arch. I think that's why Smithy uh, wins, you know, 98% of those battles because he, he's able to control, you know, his thought process and how he's feeling and, and be able to zone in on that. And, um, you know, not... Anything? Well, not too many things I've seen have been able to take great players like him or a Ponting or a um, Coley out of out of what they do. And I, mm-hmm. um, I actually read a great thing a couple of days ago, actually from Tony Romo, the ex-Dallas um, Cowboys mm-hmm. quarterback, who said, you know, one of one of the things he did better than most people was control the man inside. And mm-hmm. I think that's, you know, when you get to to our level, that's that's the hardest thing to to do is to. Um, be able to control your own emotions, your own thoughts and be strong enough and disciplined enough to stick to your game plans when you're absolutely under the pump.
0: Fascinating insights from our Australian cricket captain, Tim Payne. you happy to stick around for another couple of minutes, Tim?
1: Yeah, no problems at all. I haven't got a lot on today.
0: (laughs) 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 Triple M's Deadset Legends. Triple M's Deadset Legends with Joey Jay and Emma for your Saturday morning. Our special guest today is Australian cricket captain Tim Payne. We have been talking a lot about the test, the series on Amazon Prime at the moment, which is getting a lot of attention. Tim, say in the last two years since you've been captain and since everything happened in South Africa, aside from yourself, who I imagine has matured a lot and grown a lot as just a person and also as a leader, who do you think within that side has matured the most as a player and as a person?
1: Uh, yeah, it's a tough one. I think, look, honestly, it's probably not the answer after, but I think the whole group has managed to, and that's that's you know our playing, our players and our staff. I think um, you know everyone's just become a little bit more aware of of their surroundings and and what's I suppose um, expected from from the Australian cricket team. Um, I think over the last little period, we may have just forgotten a little bit about that and became a little bit sort of insular, if you like. So I think um, you know our whole Group from our playing group to our staff has, has done a great job of um, just recognising you know the people that that the Australian cricket team means so much to, which is the Australian public. Um, and, and I've said a few times before, it's gone back about realising that that it's Australian, the Australian cricket team is Australia's team. It's not our team. We're we're lucky to be playing. Well, we're, we're more than lucky. We've got the best jobs in the world to be one of you know eleven. Players and, and a group of staff that get to represent the Australian Test team, which is um, an amazing privilege. So I think we're just a bit more aware of that, a bit more um, humble. I think it's one of the things we've, we've really worked hard on is, is a bit more humility and um, giving back to the game and, and giving back to our fans. And um, I think our whole group's done a, a brilliant job of doing that.
2: Tim, we're also trying to work on our humility here at Triple M. Not always. Um, <laughs> we, might need some, we might need to bring you in. Uh, it must be. It
3: must be well, challenge. Tim, the, the, the documentary was great to give us an insight into your captaincy. And as Emma said earlier, that um, I think everyone's respect for you has grown by watching this documentary. Yeah. What has been the biggest challenge you've found as being captain? Of course, it's a you know huge role. I say second behind the yeah. prime minister as a role, but what have you probably found more challenging than you even expected?
1: Um, yeah, I, th- I just think the sheer size of it, to be honest. I mean, I've I've captained cricket teams my whole life, sort of growing up and, and coming through age groups and then on to Tasmania. But um, the responsibility and, um, and expectation that comes with, with being the test captain. Um, you know, I remember when I first got it, people were like, you're going to be fine. And, and I was sort of sheltered from it because the first few months we didn't do anything. We weren't playing. And I was down in Tasmania where, you know, the four... Media people I know quite well, so you never sort of hassled or, or, or need to,
2: smart, Tim, you know, smart. they to
1: private message me. So I, I was probably shielded from it, but I, I would say that in the last particularly 18 months, I've been amazed by the sheer scope of, of the job and the reach that it has. So, um, you know, it's been good and bad, it's taken me time to adjust to, but um, as Emma sort of touched on before, I think it's. Um, I wouldn't say it's made me mature, but it's just made me more aware of, of how I act and, and what I have to say and, and what you have to do and how you carry yourself. And that's made me um, not only a better captain, but a, a better person, a better dad, a better husband and everything. So it's, um, so far, it's worked out pretty well.
2: Poor old Kookaburra, Tim. They thought you had they had you as a salesman, was it, about five <laughs> years ago? And then you get there thinking, this guy looks really good. And he's going to in the bloody country. So I feel yeah. really good folk uh, at Kookaburra. But the most poignant moment, you know, maybe outside the ashes for me, of the Australian cricket season last year, it was not on the field. It was in the press conference. And it's when, it was when Mitch Marsh, um, was asked after a career best bowling performance, you know, about his polarizing nature. And he said, yeah, it was unbelievable. He said, um, I know that most of Australia hates me, but not to worry. I'll you know, I'll keep battling on. Like, that just My heart sank when I heard that. And I just can't imagine how many moments you must have had with him um, around him and, and how you've been able to coach him through that. Can you give us some insight there? He must have yeah, faced well, some pretty he, big He's hurdles. an interesting one. He is because he's, he's, he is a bit maligned from,
1: from outside of our group. But inside of our group, he's he's one of the great men. He's one of the more popular um, players. He's, um, he's really engaging. He's very funny. Yeah. Um, yeah, he's just he's just a great team man, and the bits that he is in the dock, I think that comes through. But mm. uh, I, I was a bit sort of I was fascinated when I started playing with him um, during the Australian summer, particularly last year when he sort of got he got booed at the MCG, and um, you know some players just bat that off and have a bit of a laugh about it. But um, Mitch is a is a you know he's a big sort of lovable. Bit larger than life character, but he's got this really, really soft side and that's what I've sort of meant for me. That, that sort of stuff really hurts him and um, and upsets him, which is which is interesting. But uh, yeah, look, he, he knows that our group fully supports him. He knows how much he's, how highly he's thought of in our group. So, um, you know, the focus for him and for us is to make sure that, that he knows that, that he's really important to, to the makeup of our group as a cricketer and as a person and, and that outweighs um, you know a little bit of public opinion of of people who, you know, ninety nine point nine percent of them don't know him at all.
0: He sounds like an absolute ripper, especially when you watch the end of the doco and he how he's is. entertaining the, the the locker room is just it's outstanding. Tim, now this is going to probably come a bit of left field, but at the moment every Saturday on our show we're going through our favourite ever sporting moments that we yep. absolutely love, whether they're commentary. Last week um, we did uh, John Aloisi's penalty. Um, this yeah, week yeah. we're going to do a bit of um, BT calling Tom Boyd's goal in the 2016 grand final. Um, don't know if you remember, but there was a few expletives that went to air that day. <laughs> uh, do you have a cricket moment that, you you love you love watching that you love reliving maybe your favorite moment that's ever been broadcast?
1: Yeah, well, I think now it's probably I've got, I've got a new one. I think everyone I've always enjoyed watching um, Shane Warne bowl yes. Mike Gatting. That was that was always a good one, but I think now being Personally involved, I, I could watch Josh Hazelwood hit Craig Overton in the padded in Manchester. Yep. Yeah, I could watch that all day, every day. To be honest, <laughs> yeah. that
2: that last weekend.
1: Um, yeah, that was an amazing moment.
2: And we've got to let you go, Tim. And um, we know that, but how did you? I mean, you go back eighteen months ago. It's a bit frosty with Davey Warner. Clearly, did you just have a good old fashioned pub lock in? Well, like, did you get the fast bowlers? <laughs> did you get? Did you just trap in a minimum of a pub and just say, "Boys, let's have a couple of pints and sort this out"? How, well, do you remember there Shoot being a off. key moment in? In smoothing that over, because clearly there was, you know, some stuff to be sorted out.
1: Yeah, again, I think a lot of this, the sort of animosity stuff, it was started from from rumours from outside of the actual playing group, mm-hmm. and sort of that bit of he said she said. But um, you know, internally it was it was always okay. I mean, the team it's a really interesting setup, the Australian cricket team, and um, in, in terms of we don't get to go to a, a club on a Monday or whatever. When we finish, we'll go home. We're in all over the country, so. That's one of the challenges is keeping the group really connected, and um, you know if, if stuff's out there in the media, in a football sense or a, even a state cricket sense, you, you're all at training on a Monday and it can be squashed there and then. But um, when you're spread out around the country, um, it can be a little bit difficult. Um, so yeah, it was just a matter of getting getting everyone together and um, and getting everything out on the table and, and getting a plan to, to move forward. And, um, and Cricket Australia handled that really well, and we, we did that in Dubai as a group. Uh, before those guys went to the IPL, and um, you know, to be honest, when they came back into the group, it, it was um, fairly seamless again, which was awesome. And um, I think you see, you know, some really great results of that through the through the Docker, and then obviously retaining the Ashes was the um, end result of it. So it, yeah. it worked out pretty well for us all in the end.
0: Tim, it's been a great thrill for us to have you on the program this morning. We're wishing you the best of luck of uh, in isolation and Payne's daycare, but also <laughs> heading forward to the summer of cricket. Hopefully, um, we'll get some crowds to uh, all of our big grounds come November, and we can see you take on India.
1: Yeah, let's hope so. Look forward to it. Thanks,
2: thanks. for having me. Yeah, thanks. Uh, thank again. you,
1: Tim.